to the Great Food Debate presented by This Week Community News, a podcast about where to eat, drink, and more in Central Ohio. I'm Abby Armbruster, your host of the show, and in today's episode, we're talking about dog-friendly restaurants and other places that may allow dogs. About a year ago, a new law went into place that allowed restaurants to let dogs into their outdoor dining area. According to House Bill 263, establishments that allow a person to bring a dog to an outdoor dining area must adopt a policy that requires patrons to control their dog with a leash or otherwise and prohibit the dog into the inside of the establishment and comply with sanitation standards in the Ohio Uniform Safety Code. So with all that technical stuff out of the way, I wanted to know where are some of the best dog-friendly restaurants in Central Ohio? Today, a couple of people are here to help me figure that out. And starting with me is... Hi, I'm Lori. I'm with um, This Week Newspaper. I'm a photojournalist here. And I've got three beautiful puppies who I love to show off. <laughs> and what are your dog's names and breeds? Okay, well, I have uh, Roxy, who also goes by Rox or Roxopotamus. She's a Lab Beagle mix. Um, we have Aloha, who's the queen of the house. She's a Husky, who also goes by Lola Bunny or just Bunny. And our newest addition is Vladimir Guerrero Gardner, who uh, we adopted in November. And he's also a... a um, Full, uh, he appears to be a full-blood husky. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So full house. And then also joining me today is... I'm Alexis Perone, and I'm with the Experience Columbus, and I'm the Senior Visitor Services Manager there. And you also have dogs, I believe. I do. I have two. I have Izzy, and she's a Yorkie Shih Tzu, and Coco, and he's a mix of various terrier breeds, and both of them are rescues. Awesome. And then you said you have cats as well. I do have cats as well. I have three cats as well, but they... They're inconsequential to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pushed off to the side for today. Right. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll get started with where is your favorite place to go in, in Central Ohio that allows dogs? Alexis, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I would say that it's a newcomer to our area, but I love going to BrewDog. And they have three different locations in Central Ohio. There's the Short North location, the Franklinton location, and the Canal Winchester location with the Dog Tap Hotel, which is also dog friendly. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I love going down to the Franklinton location. There's so much to see and do in Franklinton. There's so much great community there and such great gathering spaces. So I love taking Coco down there. He makes some dogs for I meet my human friends. There's delicious food, great beer. We have a wonderful time. <laughs> and they're so good about taking care of the dogs there. The servers and bartenders are so interactive with the pets. They clearly love them as well. And there's lots of water and little treats. And it's a really great environment. That's awesome. And then, Lori, where's your favorite place to take your pups? Um, probably so far it's been Endeavor uh, Brewery. And it's nice because um, it's not a restaurant. So they do allow you to bring the dogs inside. So you can go all year round. And uh, they have some great little all-natural dog treats that my Vladimir just loves. And then he goes in there and he talks to everybody and he puts <laughs> his paws up on the counter and he's very talkative and they all seem to love him. Um, but you mentioned brood dogs. I'm hoping to take him there soon. He just turned uh, a year last week and brood dogs offers dog parties. I know. I know. So I want to do this and they make special dog beer and dog birthday hats and dog <laughs> birthday cakes. And my husband says I'm insane. But when since we don't know, since he's a rescue, we don't know officially his exact birthday. So I was like, well, maybe we can go next week. And That's the best part. So you can totally fake it. Exactly. And be like, oh, hey, buddy, it's your birthday. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. know. You don't know. No one know. I know, Roxy, we just told her it's July 4th, so we can go have a party for your birthday. Hey, there you go. <laughs> and it's so, those dog birthday parties at BrewDog are so cute. Oh, They're so adorable. I've been invited to some. I've been there when they've been going on. It is the most precious thing I've ever seen. Oh, I got to go. I got to take my boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never even, I had no idea they had dog birthday parties. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Are there any restaurants, I guess we were talking about this before we started recording, but I don't believe there are any restaurants that allow dogs inside of their restaurant, right? Correct. Because of the current law. And um, Alexis, so obviously you are a dog owner, but then also on top of that, for work, you guys have a dog-friendly portion of the website, right? Yeah. Of so Experience Columbus. A couple years ago, we started going, when I was going to conventions, I started noticing a trend of niche travel, which was based around people traveling with their pets. So Europeans and Canadians frequently travel with their pets. Americans were severely lagging behind in the percentages of Americans that travel with their pets. And then I noticed this spike that they kept talking about that travel is growing by 20%, 30%. You could see the trend coming. And I wanted to make sure Columbus being a smart and open city was ahead of that trend. So Mm -hmm. our whole team worked together with folks in PR and marketing and our website and visitor services. And we pulled together all the ideas to create dogsandseabus.com where we list places where you can go with your dog for retail because there's a lot of retail establishments that are dog friendly so you can go shopping with your pets uh, there are a lot of bars and restaurants and coffee shops like we're talking about today but then our metro parks have dog friendly travel or dog friendly trails they also have like water bark beaches some of them have fenced in dog parks and those are all specifically laid out on their on the website as as well. And then most importantly, for people coming from out of town to visit Columbus, we have a listing of all of our dog-friendly hotels and the various amenities that they offer for dogs, which is really cute too. <laughs> Including BrewDog, which you already mentioned. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so have either of you guys been to like a Pups on the Patio event, like an official event for bringing your dogs to an establishment? Um, I've gone to um, with some rescues. I was fostering there for a little bit, and I would take I would take the foster. And it's um, it's th- those those events are especially good for the local rescue groups. You get your dogs out there um, where more people see them. You might just find their forever home. Someone who didn't even know they were looking for a dog might just be there and completely fall in love. And it's good for the dogs to be socialized and everything. Um, yeah, I haven't taken my guys my personal guys to any of those, but I've been with uh, with the rescues, and it's great for them. Aww. Yeah, Balboa in Grandview. Uh, works with a lot of rescues to do pups on the patio events. And mm-hmm. last year, um, I was fostering a lot with Cause for Canines, and we had a series of events on their patios. And Walter, a little chihuahua buddy of mine, ended up getting adopted because of one of those events. Oh, so to awesome. your point, they're great fundraisers. And a friend of mine just came out to support, get some tacos, you know. <laughs> And then fell in love with little Walter and adopted him a couple of weeks later. So wow. it was a really good love story. Oh, that's great. All over tacos at Balboa. Thanks, Balboa. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that sounds awesome. Uh, and then we already kind of talked about a couple of places that have treats specifically for their dogs. But are there any restaurants that offer? Like I know, uh, I believe it's called Small Cakes in Hannah has like uh, puppy uh, cupcakes for their dogs with a little dog treat on them or as a former employee of Starbucks I know we have puppuccinos where mm-hmm. you can have a little whipped cream and a tiny little cup for your dog if you go through the drive through so anyway a little a little hot tip for anybody uh, but are there any other places that have like dog related treats or snacks or even menu items for the dogs I know if you, and this isn't a restaurant, but if you stop by any area candle lab, oh, which is like a nice, like, let's mention a retail store because yeah. the retail establishments are getting like, if you see a water bowl in front of a retail establishment it's a universal signal for you can bring your dog in here and there are dogs in the short North store specifically that know this is where the treats are and they'll come in ahead of their owners. <laughs> 
to get the treats that are behind the counter. It's oh my super gosh. adorable. So if you go into some of those retail establishments with your dogs, they have special treats to give you behind the counter. And I had never even considered retail. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this grater, graters used to have frosty paws, which was nice when you oh, for yeah. in the winter. I think they do they still do that. Yes, yeah, they totally still have those frosty paws. Those are so. Oh cute. yeah, they love that. Wait, so. what is a frosty paw? <laughs> As a non dog owner here, <laughs> it's a little um, like a ice cream looking sandwiches, right? With mm-hmm. the it's but it's dog biscuits and I don't oh. know is that actually ice cream? I'm not sure what's in the middle, but. They love it. Whatever. It's frozen. It's cold. In the summer, they just, they love them. Oh, my gosh. Box in the Snow Coffee Shop. They also have really great dog biscuits at the front for sale as well. So you get a little pastry for yourself. Get a little pastry for your pup. Now, Alexis, you already mentioned dogsandcbus.com, but where are some other good ways to research if a, if a place is dog-friendly or not. Some places say it on their Facebook or on their uh, website, but, you know, there are websites like bringfido.com, which is more of a national effort, but are there any other good ways to research whether they're dog-friendly or not? Absolutely. I always like looking at their Yelp pages are usually very helpful for mm-hmm. that kind of information. Like I said, we indicate it on Experience Columbus's website, whether they're dog friendly or not. We produce a lot of maps to it for in our visitor centers that have little paw prints on the places that are dog friendly. Um, but nothing beats just I, the old my my dad used to always say like if you're not sure about something just call them up and ask them. Yeah. So I always say like hey I'm gonna be bringing my dog in is that okay? And they'll usually give their list of rules and usually they're so excited to see you and your pups coming in because it just brings such a vibrancy to what's going on on their patios and invites more people to come over. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, have you ever had a bad experience with? either a dog not necessarily wanting to throw anybody under the bus but uh but just from either overcrowding or too many people or dogs just not behaving or no No. both of you are shaking your head no No, not really (laughs) but my favorite story about a dog not cooperating is my own um When I first moved to Columbus, I had this really amazing idea of what, like, metropolitan city girl looks like. And it was big sunglasses, a book, and my beautiful dog and I sitting on a patio drinking a beer, having an amazing evening. And I had this all planned out, and I was so excited for it. So I went over to a local pub that was near my house at the time, took my dog, had my book, got my pint, sat down. And my dog started to whine and she just sat there and she whined and she whined to the point where like I had to abandon the beer, didn't get a single page of my book written. And then we had to go back home. And that's when I found out she doesn't like to sit on concrete. (laughs) She got mad that there was no, that there was no soft bed and no like beautiful situation for her to be in air conditioned and loving. No. So my entire dream of being the cool metropolitan girl, drinking her beer and reading her book, smash. (laughs) And the the last time I took Vlad to Endeavor, um, it wasn't there wasn't a dog event. He there was only one other dog in there, and but there was some big soccer. There a big soccer bar, and I know nothing about soccer, but it was obviously a big game because people were really intent watching the game. And Vladimir, being a husky, thinks that he should be able to talk to everybody. And if you know the husky talk, it's very ar, you know. So he's just going up and trying to talk to people, and they're kind of looking at him like, dude, I'm trying to watch the soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> so after he uh, decided, you know, we decided he wasn't going to stop, you know, trying to be, you know, Mr. Mr. Personality, we decided we should probably go on the patio and let people watch our soccer game. He was very good. He's just very talkative boy. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes that's not cheering. Great. He was cheering. <laughs> 
I said it must have been a boring game because they weren't. They all looked mad and they weren't cheering, and I don't know what was going on because it's soccer. And but but yeah, he was much happier than the rest of them, and I think he was kind of annoying them some. So. But that's why the patio is there. So, yeah. uh, Lori, are there any annual events that you appreciate? You know, oh, I know on the calendar next year I'm definitely going to this or anything like that for your pup. Um, I haven't really taken them um, to a whole lot. I like to do, I try to take them to the 5Ks when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, my other husky, Aloha, she is a huge competitor. Really? She does not like to be behind anybody, and she doesn't understand why we don't win every race because she's <laughs> attached to mom, who is not a fast runner. <laughs> and she gets very upset, and she tries to pull me, and I, my mile times go way down because she about kills me. I mean, I'm a marathon runner, and I'm about dead about half mile because she pulls me so hard. <laughs> but she literally, we ran a um, Greyhound uh, rescue has a 5k they usually do and the first year we ran that and it's mostly walkers Mm -hmm. so we took off and there was a dog behind us and she could hear him and she sprinted until she couldn't hear him anymore and then as soon as she caught he was out of her earshot she trotted did her nice little trot and we actually came in we were coming in first and people started cheering for her she heard the cheers and she sprinted and she was so happy and she got her pick of toys and she got this little squeaky fish that she kept and did not destroy forever until her sister got a hold of it and destroyed it but <laughs> but no there's a lot of really good um runs that you can do with your dog and it's great for their socialization it's good for you their dog you get a lot of exercise and um and so i really enjoy trying to find those when i can well she tuckered out after that 5k oh god no 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 no, no not at all she was like let's go more. hey let's go another 10 you know <laughs> that toy I, wasn't enough no i once took her a 12 mile run and she was like woohoo let's keep going and then th- there was a high school boys track team practicing and she thought we should keep up with them like okay mom can't keep up with 16 year boys so it's tough <laughs> you know? oh my gosh they're athletic yes athletic very dogs. athletic <laughs> uh, alexis what do you look forward to every year on Every August, August 10th in Prairie Oaks Metro Park is the WAG Festival, and it's a one-day dog festival. It is from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. There's a doggy fashion show. There's lots of dog vendors, so many rescue groups, and there's the Water Bark Beach, which is a very big attraction where the dogs can jump and play in the pond. And then they also have, like, cooling stations so the dogs can lay in big baby pools full of ice. And it is just the most adorable event to either attend or typically I work and we have a booth for Experience Columbus handing out information about dogs and sea bus and it's just really fun to see the parade of puppies go by. Then I also really like as far as runs go in October Columbus Humane has Defend a Friend which is a 5k in the um, Scioto Audubon Metro Park um, on the trails and it's a fun run. You bring your dog so you know only the dogs are taking it very seriously not necessarily (laughs) the runners and 100% of the proceeds from Defend Your Friend um go towards their cruelty investigations department. So it's a really nice way to help support the pups in need. And um, if you want to do some of those runs and you don't have a dog, you can also sometimes contact um, the local rescue group that's sponsoring it. A lot of times they'll have foster dogs that will run a run, but maybe their foster can't run. Or oh. And so uh, the last one we did was Stop the Suffering. My running partner, she took a Aloha, and I took a Tater, who um, was up for adoption, but I think he was actually adopted by his foster mom now. Aww. But uh, And so, so also, so even if you don't have a dog, you just want to go out, you can contact the rescue that's organizing that, and they may have a, they may have a foster that wants to run. That's a great. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Just in general, why do you think it's important for restaurants and retail shops and uh, hotels to include pups in, I guess, everyday life or their their normal business hours? Well, I would say that it's it's a change in how we're living and how we're traveling and how we're interacting. No longer 
are you seeing a dog box outside and that's where the dog stays tied to mm-hmm. its entire life like maybe in the 80s and early 90s we've evolved and we've decided oh like these these pets are part of our lives and they're part of our our everyday comings and goings and I don't want to just wave goodbye to them every time I leave the house for work or play. Mm -hmm. I want them to come with me and I want them. They're very much a part of my life and they're a part of my family. And I want services and restaurants and bars and, and lodging that accommodates for that. And I think these businesses are seeing dog travelers as a huge market for them to cater to. And if they're offering these amenities and Um, doing really cute, special things. It creates a great customer service experience as well. I mean, like, think about all the places that you and I have been that we continue to go back to because they were nice to our dog. Yeah. And same thing with, like, parents. Like, if a place really caters to children, like, oh, they were so nice to my kid. I'm totally going back there. So it's all part of that customer experience story. And these businesses that are ahead of the curve and putting into place these different dog-friendly initiatives see that market, and they want to be there to serve it. Sure. Lori, anything to add to that? Oh, no. I'm pretty much, I mean, my, I mean, my pups are my kids or my babies are, you know, when we're at home, our the whole house life revolves around them and their <laughs> needs and they're very bossy and they're spoiled and they get what they want. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, why wouldn't I want that when I'm, when you know, I like to enjoy that with them when I'm out too. Um, I can't take all, all three of them. Some of them um, aren't always good out. So we pretty much stick with one at a time, but, but uh, no, they're my, they're my babies and I, I want them with me. And that's such a great point that you make that you know that not all of them are good outside. Right. Like, my one, he's great. He's super social. He's very nice. The other one, she's eight pounds and she takes no nothing from anyone. <laughs> that's that's and, how it is a small dog. <laughs> and she basically needs help the whole time while she just deeply growls and hates everything around her. So she stays at home because a social environment isn't going to be good for her. It's right. not going to create good experience for me. It's definitely not going to be good for anyone around us. Yeah. She stays at home. Coco, he can go anywhere. He's mm-hmm. just a happy boy loving life. Yeah, and Aloha, she's she loves other dogs off leash, on leash. She gets a little tense and will sometimes snip with a dog gets in her face when she's on leash. So I usually don't take her, especially if I know it's going to be crowded. And Roxy just would prefer to be with people. And when she sees another dog, she's part beagle. And she does that beagle, which <laughs> is, nobody wants to hear all day. <laughs> Are there other, other places that really knock it out of the park in terms of... Uh, embracing dogs that come to mind that we haven't mentioned yet well if someone's looking for a vacation place i just happened to be in put bay this weekend oh and yeah. i saw a ton of dogs up there and i know i'm not sure what the um what the the jets policy is but i know miller i don't even think there's a charge for your dog you can take oh, your dog for, over for the miller boat line mm-hmm. for the miller ferry you can take your dog um i saw dogs at a lot of the on a lot of the patios there um saw them actually literally walking through a couple to get to the back patio and then you have the state park up there where i've seen dogs up there playing at the state park and playing in the lake so that's people, a great point. yeah people really seem to enjoy I have to. I may have to consider that with my guys. Yeah, definitely. I would say our, all of our neighborhoods that are kind of in the downtown core, um, German Village, Short North, Clintonville, Franklinton, all really hitting it out of the park mm-hmm. in terms of walkability, restaurants and shops that want to offer services and have dogs out front. Stoff's Coffee House is in a lot of those locations. They are always so welcoming and loving with if you have pets with you because they it 
so much a part of our lives and being able to walk around to all those different places. I think all those neighborhoods are putting things in place to make sure that people can have a walkable dog friendly experience. I mean, you can't go to any of those city parks without waste bags being made available to you. So many of the businesses in those areas all have water bowls out and are just incredibly welcoming. And you just walk through with your pet and you get that vibe from these different areas that they want you and they want your pet there to have a great experience. And I really like how many more dog stores are that are coming open there. I mean, there's the big chains, but they're getting a lot more boutique and it's great. I mean, I'll, whenever we go to the vet, we stop at one of them. So they get to pick out their special treat or toy. And they've, they've got just so many, you know, handmade baked treats and really healthy stuff and fun stuff. And they're just more and more coming to Columbus, which is great. Yeah. The cake hound is like my favorite for like home baker for dog treats. Um, she does amazing work. Her pup cakes are gorgeous. They look beautiful. And the cake hound's like my new favorite thing. Where and one they? of, uh, you can uh, available online, or if you follow her on Facebook, you can see different events that she does and she does different pop-up shops. And oh, a lot of times when she great. does pop-up shops, she'll work in conjunction with a rescue to, or a, um, or the humane society to donate part of her, um, uh, proceeds back to, oh different organizations which is really cool that's great well is there anything else we wanted to mention before we wrap up today about dog friendly establishments i would just say go to (laughs) dogsandseabus.com and find all of the different things that you can do in columbus with your pet and all the places that you can stay with them as well and I'd say if you're looking for pet, keep a, keep an eye out for the events that a lot of the places are holding for rescues. You might find your best friend there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, Lori, where can people find more of your work or, or more about this week? Oh, uh, go to thisweeknews.com. And uh, we, we constantly have uh, different photo galleries up. And um, hope you like our stuff. Yeah, and we do send Lori to a lot of dog-related events because yes. we know she's a dog lover. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alexis, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, uh, Go to experiencecolumbus.com or you can visit any one of our three Experience Columbus visitor centers that are in the city. There's one in the Arena District, one in the Convention Center, and one out at Easton. You can stop by and visit us. And even if you're if you're entertaining friends and relatives, we can help you out. Or even if you're someone who's a little bit newer to the city or you've been here in a while, but you know, like, hey, there's a lot of new things to see and do. I want some information. We're happy to help all of you and we'll make you make sure you can find a place perfect place for you and your pup. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me and be sure to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or you can hear every episode on our website at thisweeknews.com slash great food debate. This is Abby Armbruster signing off and stay hungry. <laughs>